Hey, this is Megan Rapino, and I'm Sue Bird. We've decided to turn our crazy IG live show into a podcast for your listening pleasure. Enjoy the show. A Touch More. New episodes of A Touch More drop Tuesday only on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 18 of Land Parties, presented by the Las Vegas Review Journal. And this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. I am your host, Lucas Agan, and joining me, as always, is Ryan Smith. Ryan, how are we doing today? Doing well. Uh, we've got some some juicy news uh, to talk about this week. We finally got a, and I'm going to do it in quotation marks uh, for those that that are listening. Um, a demo of uh, the Unreal Engine 5 <laughs> playing on the PS5 from Epic Games. And, and good Lord, does it look gorgeous. Um, plus some other needs. But other, other than that, you know, it's it's been chill. We're all we're all still in uh, quarantine, uh, you know, getting our games on. I'm, I'm working on I, I did finish Final Fantasy seven and I finished. Uh, uh, what was the other game I finished? I finished something else. Uh, as well, but uh, uh, Final Fantasy VII, and um, uh, I don't remember, uh, but I'm working on uh, DBZ uh, Kakarot uh, right now, which I'm really enjoying and, and having a, a good time playing that. So it, it's been it's been good. How about on your end? How are how are how is the weekend? How are things looking? Uh, my weekend was great. My weekend was great. I have uh, moved on from Super Mario Maker because I'm tired of just. The self-realization that I stink at platformers, especially <laughs> ones that people create. So I'm I'm done. I'm gonna move on to something else. Um, you know, as I mentioned last week, where my girlfriend and I are, are ready to to jump right into The Last of Us, and uh, I, I I am just like in countdown mode for that game. So I am gonna just be in prep mode for that coming up. And uh, I was gonna ask, are you gonna finish Red Dead? Is that is that next on your Big game that is list. on the that is on the list for sure. I did make a bet though uh, for charity that I would finish Metal Gear Solid Five before the PlayStation Five drops. Uh, so that definitely is high up on my list. I've got Detroit Become Human. I've got Spider Man. <laughs> I've got the 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 amount of games that I need to finish uh, is ridiculous. I've been taking full advantage of Epic the Epic Games uh, sale. They've been doing a bunch of sales this past month and whatnot. Uh, as well, so I'm just I'm just stockpiling games that I'll never finish. I was gonna say you are hopelessly behind right now. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, dude. But I mean, I, I'm excited and and kind of getting into it a little bit here. Uh, we we finally got a little uh, got got a little preview here, I guess you could say, of uh, this Epic Games. Uh, you know, obviously they're known for Fortnite. But they also uh, make uh, game engines, and one of the the, the most known that th that they've worked on is the Unreal Engine, which a lot of developers use and whatnot. Uh, so they demoed out a uh, the Unreal Five engine uh, on PlayStation Five, which it's kind of I was like I was kind of surprised by that because uh, typically they you know would do a demo on. Um, 
like PC. So I was right. surprised that they did it on a console, but it got me even more excited uh, to see what they've go- got going on and and what they're working. Uh, I gotta say, this is something that uh, this is something that uh, I-, I had talked about uh, here numerous times, just about like ray tracing, um, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, and and wanting to see that that kind of that level of graphics being introduced not only on PC but uh, in in on on console. I think graphically completely changes everything. I was completely wrong. Last, I think it was last week I said I didn't really expect any major graphical jumps, and I still don't, especially like right out the gate, right out the box. Uh, keep that in mind, guys. You know, we're not going to see this level of graphics, but the fact that it's something that they've worked on, I know that uh, I think Unreal 5 engine is supposed to come out uh, sometime in 2021. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, the infrastructure and everything's there, so developers are able to build within that framework, uh, which is exciting. So I think once it's fully out, we'll start seeing games take advantage of it. I know that uh, uh, you know last year with RTX and their ray tracing, we saw an example from Minecraft, and and my gosh, it was night and day between OG Minecraft and 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 Minecraft with ray tracing, like completely like completely totally different games it looks like it's like that's a minecraft that i can play just how realistic everything looks how gorgeous everything looks uh essentially what they're doing is they're just packing more triangles and more shapes uh into uh uh these scenes and into this framework which is giving us greater detail uh for those that are watching uh or, or or watching right now uh you can see just how and this is such a not a complete visual representation of what mm-hmm. it looks like but i mean you can see the detail in the in the environment uh the the lighting changes as the sun goes over your head or whatever you know what i mean like i think this is this is really exciting uh number one because this is the future graphically uh of games which is which is absolutely mind-blowing uh that we're even at this level and we're talking uh you know the other exciting part about it is the 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 fact that we're watching this off of a console uh what what you're seeing here those all the white triangles and stuff like that basically it's, it's a bunch of you know teraflops and 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 in nerd jargon uh but uh man i i gotta say dude this is this is really exciting the only disappointing part to me about this as as i'm seeing especially with some of these other uh developer like uh some of these uh, uh events that they're having and stuff like that it's like when did like uh these events become more about like hey we've made these gorgeous game trailers that look nothing like the actual gameplay i want to see gameplay (laughs) give me gameplay stop teasing me with these cinematics let me see what it looks like uh actual gameplay yeah you know just to touch on that last point that you made it's like we've been conditioned now to not trust game trailers because uh (laughs) thanks ubisoft Um, we know that that it just seems like when the game comes out you're like this doesn't even look remotely the same as that first tease you guys showed us and I I get that they want to do a sizzle reel, but sometimes I'm like, if your game's not going to get that close to what you're going to tease us, it's just going to bring bad press. So I actually don't even understand it from a uh, PR standpoint of why they do that. <laughs> but right. no, I, I really enjoy this um it it's interesting because as consoles has evolved you know i've i kind of been on the mindset as 
the graphical leaps that we were used to when when consoles were growing up, so to speak, weren't going to happen. But then you see something like this and you just get excited all over again. And, you know, when you have consoles that are touting its horsepower, I can't help but get excited for the potential of the graphics. Like you said, it's not going to be unlocked when a console is first released. But as developers learn how to get the most of the hardware maybe a year or two years in it's it's exciting it's exciting and i would like to see some gameplay uh, that seems to be a theme so far in uh this generation's uh news cycle but but hopefully we'll see that soon um it's it's a solid start though and and you know obviously unreal's always been one of the most popular um and for good reason and i i'm excited for this yeah, I I mean again the fact that they're I'm excited that they're showing us uh you know some more and the fact that they're doing it off of a console. Uh I'm glad that the infrastructure is there. Again, this is not something to be expected right out the gate right mm-hmm. when the uh the uh, new consoles and stuff drop. Uh, this is something that we'll probably start seeing more of in 2021 when it actually releases. And then, of course, uh, 2022 and then and then beyond there. Uh, but it, it's 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 interesting, though, that uh, that, uh, you know, just to see that, you know, this makes me excited too. just kind of like for me it was almost like a a a ps5 announcement as well you know what i mean kind of like low-key under the radar oh by the way this is also on the ps5 like what (laughs) (laughs) i was like yes dude i was like yes i was like you're telling me that you can you know what i mean again this is just a it's just a demo so we're not really getting an actual gameplay look but to be able to achieve uh these types of graphics here uh you know, on on uh, on a PS5, I, I think that uh, brings a lot of a lot of hope and excitement uh, to people. Oh yeah, and you know, we'll never know what went on in the background, but definitely a win for Sony to have this <laughs> announced yeah, yeah. as as on a PS5. So that that you know, it, it's it can only build the hype, it can only build the excitement, and announcements like this are important, especially in these. Uh, unique times we're living in to kind of get these announcements and start the association with your console first. Yeah. And it, I mean, again, and we've talked about it too, just, you know, how different ways that that companies are going to have to, to look at being able to do these announcements to be able to share, uh, you know, the things that are going on in a very different world that we're in right now. Uh, so, so it's nice too, to see them, you know, taking advantage of these times, taking advantage of, uh, the fact that there's a lot more people that are indoors right now. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of eyeballs that are that are out there looking and stuff like that. So they're they're really uh, getting people uh, hyped up about this stuff, uh, which kind of, you know, I know that we had talked about it here. I think last episode or the episode before that about this game fest, uh, which is basically started, I think, at the beginning of May will right. run through. I want to say it was like August or something. But essentially what I've gathered from that and I haven't I still haven't really gotten any kind of uh, hard concrete details from it. I did sign up uh, with my email uh, for it. 
So I will be following along with that. But essentially, it sounds like they're basically gonna, like trying to collaborate together to continue these events, these announcements and stuff like that uh, here in the future. And, and, and kind of speaking of which, um, PS5 actually or PS5 PlayStation uh, has an announcement uh, coming up here. They were already before the whole coronavirus uh, and we were all locked down. They already had plans uh to do an event uh, early June. I think mm-hmm. this will be a another kind of, you know, let's see what they do as far as, uh, you know, with the announcement. Are they, we kind of saw them fall on their faces, I feel like, uh, here at the last event, which was supposed to be, I want to say, for GDC. Uh, but, you know, it was a lot of technical jargon and, and stuff like that as far as, uh, in regards to the PlayStation 5, we haven't and we still haven't actually seen what the console itself looks like. Um, but I, I, you know, it sounds like this this June event may be kind of that catalyst uh, to possibly reveal it. Uh, I've got an article from uh, VideoGamer.com uh, up uh, right now. So we've you know, again, we haven't really seen a whole lot. We've kind of gotten a hint or two as to some of the games uh, that they're going to be playing. But again, we haven't, we've mainly just gotten uh, technical specs uh, as far as uh, a- a- along with the, uh, the PlayStation five. So I'm really hoping that this June event here that, that, that they've got playing again, there's no concrete date as far as this yet. They're, they're just saying early June at some point in time, this could be that event now that they go and they say, Hey, here it is. Everybody here's a PlayStation five. Here's what it looks like. So everybody can trash it down. <laughs> Did you know that's what people are going to do? They gave you the controller and people got salty about it. <laughs> I don't blame them. Cause that's what the internet, I feel like that's what a lot of times the internet does. There's a lot of people on there. that just want to throw that shade and throw that hate. Uh, regardless, I'm excited for, for myself personally. I'm excited to see what the actual console looks like. Uh, mm-hmm. and I'm excited to see, uh, Again, what what is it all? It's all about the games. I want to see, and especially with PlayStation, they do such a, a, a good job as far as their uh, first party games. Right. So we've starting to see some of the third party games. Give me them exclusives. Let me see them first party games. Oh yeah, you know, and it's been interesting because the PS4. I want to say they released the design super early. Like, I right. want to say that was in their first event in February of, of that, that release year that they did that. So it's been interesting to see them kind of hold back on that. Uh, this would make sense of for a time to just do a, a giant reveal and be like, look, it's here. Let's let's get it out into the world. And if they learned anything from Microsoft's last event is hopefully it's heavy into actual gameplay. Uh, yeah. let, let the games do the talking. Uh, you know, we saw Microsoft kind of fall flat on its face for promising gameplay, but when really they didn't have that much of actual gameplay. And so, you know, we're, we're kind of at that stage where if we're all still assuming holiday of this year, this this would be the time to start showing off the big exclusive games that are going to be the system sellers early on. And so, you know, I'm hoping to see that. Uh, I'm hoping for, uh, I mean, I bet it'd be a more viewer-friendly event than the repurposed GDC speech that they did. And, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting. This is the time, though, where Microsoft and Sony should probably be starting to throw down the gauntlet toward each other. And it'll be exciting as 
a video game fan to kind of see this kind of ramp up and see the more and more of these reveals and see more and more of these details. And, you know, the, the design, I mean, we're all curious. <laughs> yeah. And, and I mean, it seems like this event, the summer of gaming event seems like the time to do it. Yeah, I, I, dude, I would be surprised if they didn't do it on this one. I know that they have a, another scheduled uh, uh, event here in August as well. So I could see them, you know what I mean, dropping, hey, here's what it finally looks like. Here's the details. Here's some games that are coming out on it. I think they'll have that for this first one here in June. And then the one in August is going to be all about that game hype. And right. all about here's all the here's the gauntlet of things uh, as far as what's coming out. And I know that there have been uh, some confirmed games uh, as far as with uh, with this. Again, a lot of this, this is all uh, third party. And then some of it is more speculative uh, mm -hmm. as far as uh, whether it'd be surprised if it didn't come out. Uh, but the list of games here that we've got, obviously, we know about Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Uh, that looks that looks nice. Uh, Dirt Five. I'm not. Uh, I've never played any of the, the Dirt games or anything. Excuse me, but uh, it is a uh, racing game. Fortnite. I. That's not a big surprise at all. They probably, you know, especially they they're probably way ahead of the game as far as already having everything in place and ready to go because that is supposed to be a launch on all uh, on both the consoles uh, day one, which is not surprising. Uh, Godfall. I'm not familiar with this game at all. Uh, so I don't know. I know that there's a little uh, trailer here for those that are uh, that are watching. We'll try to we'll try to uh, get that up. Uh, Lord of the Rings Gollum. Uh, that looked interesting. I was like, that's a cool, unique perspective as far as uh, the Lord of the Rings and the Lord of the Rings game. I, I, I think that a lot of people would be attracted uh, to checking this out. Just seeing that different perspective, getting to play as Gollum. I mean, come mm -hmm. on, who doesn't who doesn't want a Smeagol? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that's awesome. Uh, Outriders, that kind of looks cool. Kind of reminds me of uh, like almost like a Destiny uh, type of deal. So I'm gonna have to, to right. take a look into this because uh, that looks pretty cool. Quantum Error, again, another game. It says a cosmic horror game. Uh, so that could be that could be almost like a Dead Space maybe or something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, that looks pretty interesting. Scarlet Nexus. We talked about this a little bit ago or uh, last week um, when we were going through some of the game reveals and stuff like that. I was like, that looks like uh, the art style of that game alone is really cool. Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2. This is actually a really this has a very niche uh, uh, fan base, but it's actually a, a pretty big fan base. This used to be a uh, uh, old role playing game. Uh, that people would play and then they've adapted and, and, and made it into an actual game. So I know people are, are excited about that. Watch Dogs Legion. I totally forgot about this game. Totally forgot about this game. But Watch Dogs is, is, is fun. And the premise of this one uh, seems pretty cool. Uh, here's some unconfirmed but expected PS5 games. Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, that's not surprising. Uh, Rainbow Six Quarantine. So that's going to be a new one. There's uh, uh, there's not any kind of definitive premise for it or how it's going to play. But uh, that's cool that there is another Rainbow Six uh, in the work. 
uh, Warframe. Again, if you guys are familiar when the PS4 dropped, I think that game was one of the first games that was out on PS4. So yep. it's not surprising to me that they're they're ready for PS5. I don't know if that's going to be another iteration of Warframe or if they're going to build off of the current Warframe, which originally came out in, in 2013. Uh, and then they're going to uh, uh, drop it in there. Uh, Elder Scrolls 6. I know a lot of people are excited about that. They've been talking about that. I feel like they've been talking about Elder Scrolls 6 for, for years, so we'll see if it actually comes out. Battles, Battlefield 6, um, this is, uh, I don't know, man. Like, uh, Battlefield kind of fell off. They they really uh, they really uh, uh, dropped the ball here on Battlefield 1, and I felt like, you know, again, we're, we, you know, we've kind of talked a, a, a little bit about, like, some of these developers and, and, and how they, you know, within how they interact with their community and stuff like that. Right. And I felt like they really did a disservice and really kind of uh, spoke down on their community as they're like, look, you're going to like this game, you know, even though the community did not like it and it showed very much so in the sales so they spoke very loudly by hitting their pockets uh so we'll see if uh, dice can can uh pick up and and get back onto a, a groove a competitive playing field um with say like a call of duty or something like that uh cyberpunk 2077 we know uh is going to be there. call of duty modern warfare and then right. call of duty 2020 uh which this one really excites me because as far as like with the call of duties uh i've always been a black ops fan so this is supposed to be a spin-off call of duty 2020 unofficial name uh this is supposed to be a uh a spin-off uh with the main developer being Treyarch. And then uh, supporting will be uh, Raven and Sledgehammer games. Uh, so, you know, th those, I mean, those already, they sound pretty good. That Lord of the Rings Gollum, man, like, that looks cool. I want to play it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's probably the one I'm most curious about right now, just to, to be able, I mean, it, it'll be interesting to be able to play a character we've not, never really gotten to play before, go into a story that um, not being a huge Lord of the Rings well, I'm, I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan. Just haven't dove deep into the lore as much as a lot of people have. It'll be fun right. for me to kind of get to play as him. Um, and I'm assuming get into his backstory and whatnot and that kind of stuff. Yeah, so that, that's the game I'm probably most curious about. And looking did you, read, did you read the Lord of the Rings? I did a long time ago, but I only read mm. him once. <laughs> I see, I see. Mm. Yeah, did you? I did, yeah, yeah. But same, I only I only read it the one time. But I, I really enjoyed the book, too. I enjoyed the book. I I... The movies, like, dude, I literally went to a, a, uh, uh, we started at noon with the first one. This was right before the last one dropped. Watch those back to back. And then by like midnight, we were watching the third one. It was amazing. It was a great time. <laughs> I literally took, I took two naps. So I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> I've already seen the other ones. It was like, although it was cool. I'm tired. It was a long day. Like, you know, but uh, yeah, yeah, no, that was you, good. You got to make sure you're up for the third one in that instance. Yeah. If you're going to well, sleep, yeah, yeah, exactly. I need to rest up and make sure I am solid for this to start at the midnight showing. Are there any games that you're, that you're kind of hoping to see uh you know when they do start really getting down uh to to uh talking about the games and stuff like that you know i was thinking about this the other day and i was trying to think of what 
what exclusive franchises do I want to see a new iteration of? I think it is the question to kind of settle on. Because, you know, we know that we're going to get games like Cyberpunk and The Last of Us are going to cross over. But, like, I was trying to think of, of franchises that I'd like to see just with a brand new installment built from the ground up for, for PS5. And I guess, like, I... I, I See, I really like the last infamous game, Second Son, so I wouldn't I would I would kinda love to see another kind of sandboxy quasi superhero, but not not like your normal Marvel DC superhero right. kind of a thing. Um I clearly we can probably expect to see a new Spider-Man game hit at some point. That'll be a lot of fun. Um yeah, I don't know. Those were Infamous was kind of the first one that came to mind that that I really enjoy that series, um, and I assume it would come to the PS5 at some point. That that I kind of hope they'll reveal early on. Yeah, yeah, and I think another thing too that we need to look at, and I never, I haven't finished it yet. This is another one on my list. Uh, but as far as like with Death Stranding, uh, and again, no spoilers, but from what you know, what I mean, I'm, I'm like from what I've gathered from what I've played so far is almost like I would love to see that continue and mm-hmm. that world develop uh, with this new character. We know that with uh, Kojima and uh, and Konami uh, breaking up. Uh, we're probably not going to see a legit Metal Gear uh, game. Again, anything can happen, uh, but I want to continue seeing, because I love Kojima, uh, I, I want to continue seeing what he does with that world or what he can do, you know, as far as with this next gen uh, and and really build out a world and a story uh, that, that uh uh, you know, kind of ha- has his style within this next generation of graphics. Again, I don't know if you guys played it or not. And, and this is, this is, it wasn't what I was expecting it to be as far as with the game, but I see that there, I see the potential and it's definitely a different style of game uh, as far as like, it's almost like you take the tedious parts of, of, uh, you know, any kind of, uh, you know, AR RPG or, or just a straight up RPG just to go in and, and questing and delivering stuff and whatnot. And that's like basically made a, made a game. Uh, right. again, I'm, I'm only speculating cause I didn't finish it. I have, I'm still fairly early on. Um, but you know, I was hoping more out of that game, I guess, uh, as far as what I've played and I haven't really had a major desire to go back, but I really want to see what Kojima could do, uh, here with this next, uh, next generation of, uh, consoles. Yeah. You know, that's a pretty divisive game. Um, I, th- I think, I think if you give it some time though, you might come around to it a little bit more. Uh, I just want to be in, in Kojima's next pitch meeting when he's explaining the concept for his next game to people <laughs> just to see like the looks at everyone's faces as they're trying to comprehend just what the heck he's trying to say. <laughs> Don't try to understand. <laughs> Cause like, I'm even just imagining the pitch for death stranding and, and like, like somebody there must've been thinking, okay like i mean you're kojima yeah we'll trust you but as soon as they get out of the meeting go into someone and go what like, yeah what did he just say <laughs> take, take the boring parts of, of the and make it a whole game oh, okay uh, sure. you know the the developer of um detroit to you know that i i do love that style of game uh they don't always quite hit the mark to its fullest but i really do love just the concepts and I love the branching path. So I would love to see whatever they have next come up and, and uh, yeah, I, they're another developer that whatever they make next, I hope it's fairly early on in, in that, in the PS five cycle. 
Yeah, it, and yeah, and I know too. And I kind of saw. I'm gonna tag this on just a little bit, but I saw that uh, if anybody, and I don't know if there is anybody at this point in time, but Anthem, they're they've started releasing uh, things about how they're starting to test and whatnot for Anthem next. Uh, basically trying to fix the game uh we'll see they it sounds like they basically sold it off to a separate uh smaller company for them to work on and try to make an actual game out of it the cool part or not cool i guess it's like i'm glad that they, they at least officially said it if you already have the game you will not have to purchase it whenever it comes out however this, they're at the very beginning stages of reworking it so we're probably which it, at this point it almost doesn't make sense because like unless they can get something out here within the next i mean even would you even uh, you you have less than a year before a new console drop right you know how are you gonna there's no point in building it in on on the current gen consoles are you gonna then you know what i mean are you already working on stuff uh or gonna be working on then the next gen con, con uh, uh, uh consoles i don't think we're gonna see anything really significant from them uh, until another two or three years uh, down the road, which is uh, really disappointing for those that were excited for that game, bought it day one, bought it multiple times. Yeah, I'm a little angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's interesting because that kind of reminded me of what Bungie did with Destiny into some of the DLC mm -hmm. into Destiny 2. And they, you know, I, and I'll be honest, I didn't buy Destiny 2, but I, have, I, know, I know a lot of people that, gave them another chance because of the effort made from their DLC and they seem to be able to repair at least enough to get a lot of that goodwill back or at least enough of the goodwill back to give people another chance and it, it just boggles my mind a little bit with Anthem that uh, like you were saying I mean uh, new consoles are dropping this year like I mean mm -hmm. it, it just seems like they missed uh, clearly you shouldn't release a broken game to begin with but they've also clearly seemed to have just missed the time to have fixed it and and have that chance to earn people's goodwill back yeah and i and frankly i mean a lot of through like going through comments and stuff like that a lot of people would rather them you know see some some news about dragon age 4 or uh uh andromeda 2 uh what's gonna call it uh andromeda 2 um Mass Effect. so yeah, Mass Effect. Yeah, and again, another series that I need to go through, I, which I think I actually have some of those games. Uh, so I need to eventually <laughs> play them. I, I, I will eventually play them. Also, uh, for those that are listening, if you have not checked out the Epic Store yet, I think uh, this might be the last week possibly, but uh, uh, GTA 5 is free on the Epic Store right now. It's a huge download, though, so keep that in mind. Uh, but it is free over there. Um, you know what, Lucas, let's take a quick break uh, for this message, and then uh, we'll be right back. How about that? Sounds good. There is no shortage of action going on at betonline.ag. NASCAR is back, and Bet Online has hundreds of other games, events, and sports to get in on. You can still bet on simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC events 24-7. Or you can participate in a $10,000 Madden Bracket Challenge, a March Madness-style NFL simulation tournament you can enter for free. And coming up next Sunday, Bet Online has ex-Chicago Bulls Ron Harper, Morris Grant, Bill Cartwright, and Craig Hodges joining them to discuss the Michael Jordan documentary on what they're calling the Final Dance. 
Visit betonline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus and check out all the action. BetOnline, your online wagering solution. And welcome back. We have more news to share. I swear Bethesda <laughs> hates their fan base. <laughs> no lie. It is. And people I've had, I've had buddies send me over articles. Uh, I've kind of seen a little bit about it uh, at first. And then, and then I went through and started reading the articles. Uh, apparently Bethesda decided to secretly, uh, add this within the last update for doom eternal uh they they added this anti-cheat again that is down at the kernel level of your computer folks i cannot say how bad this is uh this this is i'm when i say that that means they have administrative level of your pc this is where this uh, this anti cheat uh, sits, which essentially is a front door into your PC. Uh, if anybody hacks it, however, um, did, I mean how they did this though was really dirty because they snuck it into a patch. They did not say anything to their base about adding this anti cheat. I don't even know because I thought for the most part Doom was a single player game, although I think there may be a multiplayer mode excuse me, and this is where this is coming from, it's the uh, the Nuvo uh, anti-cheat. Uh, again, coming in at that, that ring zero uh, level, but people are reporting all kinds of uh, issues as far as with it. They're having issues uh, such as it's, it's completely breaking uh, Linux compatibility. So people that are playing on Linux can no longer play this game. Uh, it says it must be installed and running to play Doom Eternal, even if the player has no intention of ever playing multiplayer, adding insult <laughs> to injury. So even if you're not running or playing multiplayer, you still have oh, to dear. have this anti-cheat. I don't know what's going on as far as these companies coming in, bringing in these anti-cheats at such a at a level that that has such an effect. Again, we've ta- we've talked about this with Valorant. Uh, same thing with Riot and their Vanguard anti cheat, mm-hmm. where it's it's literally it's on your administrative level. It's turning things off without telling you. It's messing people's computers up. It's soft bricking uh, some people's PCs. Uh, this is this is absolutely terrible. Why 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 would they do this? It, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense, Lucas. You know, I think there should be a rule for these for these companies. If there's something that you have to put in as a secret because people would get so angry about it, maybe just don't do it. <laughs> like, right. like if mm-hmm. you if you cannot say with a straight face, at least in the patch notes, that this is going to come out because of the backlash and a lot of it justifiable. Just come up with a different solution. Like I don't, I don't get why that's so hard to understand. And what's more mind-boggling is because of Valorant and what Riot just went through. What, please pray tell, went through their minds? They're just like, "Yep, <laughs> like, let's, this is let's, a good idea." Because <laughs> it worked so well for Riot. Let's just do this. And you know, the other thing too is. I have I love Doom as a series. I've never I've never played multiplayer once. I don't think. I think I've only just done campaigns. And I didn't even know there was. So you're telling MP. you're telling me that I have to have this even for somebody like me that only plays the campaigns? Like what? <laughs> I don't know, man. This this is this is crazy. This is, I. This, 
I'm telling you, dude. I'm telling you, Bethesda hates their they hate their fan base. I swear they hate their fan base because they do the craziest things uh, to the the fact that not only that, dude, not only are you putting this super invasive, uh, uh, you know, content onto onto people's PCs, but then you had the nerve to not even say anything to them. You just (laughs) dropped it in. Oh, yeah, we got this hot update uh, coming in, y'all. What what is this? What is this kernel level uh, anti cheat? It doesn't make sense. The other thing, too, is that it's not stopping people from cheating. People are still cheating. So it's completely, you know, it's not even serving its purpose. And if anything, it is giving more access. And again, I'm not saying necessarily that these companies have malicious intentions with this stuff. But, you know, people, you know, the Internet, people will game it. They will take advantage of it. And now you're exposing your fan base to these potential risks uh, for what? For nothing, something that's not even working. There, there's got to be a better solution for this. Uh, as far as with that, it's too invasive. I don't know why. You know, again, like you're saying, it's like you literally just watched Riot go through this with Vanguard and and their kernel level security. Why are you going to go in and and sneak this in? What is uh like? You know, again, it's like why is this becoming a thing? And I hope this isn't a thing that's right. catching on and, and that we're seeing in multiplayer games. Because I will not like. I'm not going to, I won't, like, I, like I said, I uninstalled Valorant, uh, from my, my, it, even when I uninstalled it, I had to go and, and manually uninstall, uh, their anti-cheat. Yeah, dude. So I was like, mm, get off my PC. Uh, yeah, this is, this is really alarming. And again, I, I feel bad. I, I, keep, I feel like I, I had to keep saying this about the Bethesda fans. I feel bad for them because they literally like Bethesda. Like, I feel like they do not care about their fan base. They you saw the debacle with the uh, Fallout 76 <laughs> and that whole mess. I do. I got, I, I was on that hype train for like, like maybe a month. And I was at the point where I was like, all right, dude, like I'm going to, I'm going to pre-order and this and that. And then like, I started, I started seeing things about it. And I was like, I'm going to hold off and, <laughs> and, and see how this plays out. And I am. Thank you. Thank you so much that I did because I would be kicking myself in the butt right now uh, at the headache that is uh fallout 76. Uh, but this is, to me, this is just really concerning. Uh, not only the fact that they're there, this is another company that is putting such a, a you know, high level, uh, uh, you know, they have high, they have administrative access to your PC, essentially. And they say in good faith, we're not going to do anything with that. We're not scraping for information, but come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. You think this is the first time that we've ever heard somebody say, look, we've got no (laughs) ill intentions for this. And then next thing you know, oh, yeah, but 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 what had happened was (laughs) no thanks. You know, no thanks. And you know, you know what's frustrating too is, and then they're gonna wonder like, why doesn't the public trust our companies like us? I'm like, because you guys have been pulling stuff over our eyes for so long, and it just seems like in recent years, finally people are like, hey, wait a second, what the heck's going on? And they're they're sitting there going like, oh, well, we didn't expect this. And like, really, you didn't expect this now? You didn't? Because <laughs> I don't know. I think I think. Um, 99% of the internet could have totally do expect this. I mean, I, I just, I don't get it. There, there doesn't seem to be a logical reason. Like you said, there, it's not even stopping cheating. So it's not even doing the supposed, the purpose it was made to do. And so it's, you're, you're just making everybody mad. I mean, really? And, and 
my goodness, a company like Bethesda, if there's any company that, that should be trying to do stuff to build up goodwill, it should be them right now. And, and, and they're, they're, well, apparently not. They so. <laughs> yeah, I swear, they do not care. Well, this is the other sad thing, too, that we're kind of seeing uh, within the gaming community. Uh, you know, with with it obviously becoming more popular, becoming more mainstream, we're also seeing it become more corporate. Less <laughs> about the fans, less about the communities, and more about those dollar dollar bills, y'all. Um, so that's something that you know. Again, there's got to be, there's got to be, they've got to look for that for that balance. And I think that's where you'll see a company be more successful um, because along, and I'm going to just go back to it for a second, uh, but uh, they said that, uh, uh, what was it? Um, Unreal 5 Engine is free to use right now for uh, developers. So if you are a game developer or something like that, that is, it's in a beta period essentially right now, but mm-hmm. uh, it is, uh, or no, I'm sorry. Um, it, that's not what I meant to say. What I meant to say was that uh, they what what the uh, Epic had said was that if you use Unreal Five Engine, a hundred percent of the commission will go to the developer. Wow. Uh, which again, yeah, that's huge. That's crazy. It's like, what's what's the game plan there? It's like, I like it. They are gonna, you know, people are gonna use it because you're saying, oh, I get all the ducats, and we have to to not push any of that over there. So it's like, it's nice seeing that balance. Again, the end game is that everything is is built in that in that framework, and then they'll they'll eventually the 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 financial aspect of it will be there but to right. incentivize developers to to build in that i think is a win uh for the whole gaming community so it's i think we need more of a balance of things like that and less of the corporateness of it because the the more it becomes corporate i feel or or, or corporatized or no no it's not that's not even a word uh, <laughs> whatever the, mo- the more it becomes you know uh, about these corporations doing this stuff i think the less we'll or the more we'll see it getting away from the actual gaming community and right. it just being more about a cash grab and you know we, we've had guests speak to this um usually within context of esports but obviously it still applies here that if you're gonna have especially games as services basically these multiplayer games these these online focused games these communities are not afraid to turn their back on a game if the developer is gonna turn their back on the community and so i don't know if it's gonna take a huge game that has a community to shun it because of decisions made that that will get them to rethink the strategy but at some point it's gonna come to a head where the gaming community is just gonna say no and that developer is gonna be like left standing there going what happened and and maybe that's what it's going to take but i would rather not get to that point but it, it just seems like that's where things are headed right now i feel like that's tough though that for like say like an ea or something that has a bunch of different ips and you know what i mean this one you know they they treated people like trash they didn't want anything to do with it but they're still getting money from other places and it and a lot of it could even be inadvertently you know oh ea you know ea is the overall overall distributor but it was this publisher that i like so i'm gonna buy this game anyway right you know what i mean like those are those are the times where it becomes scary because then it almost becomes like they're just too big to even even like really hurt their bottom line because they still got all this other stuff that people are feeding into. And these are, you know, again, this is coming from people that are really like not only play games, but follow along with the news, mm-hmm. uh, video gaming news and stuff like that. 
there's a ton of casual gamers that aren't even thinking about that stuff. So one way or the other, they're getting their ducats. Yeah, they, that's true. And and sadly, it might be the smaller companies attached to these projects that would take the brunt of that. Um, it just it just seems like there's gonna be. <sighs> I guess I don't even know. Maybe maybe the communities just come out on the losing end on this. Just period. It just seems like that there's gonna be. It seems like there's gonna be a high profile project, something that a company's gonna pour so many resources into, but will make some pretty stupid decisions along the way, probably ignoring warnings from the community itself before the game actually comes out, and then that's just gonna lead to a just gigantic rift. And I think. What will be interesting is since companies seem to be making a switch toward games as services, if you're going to make your your main focus as games as services, it seems like you have to, right? You have to listen to the community at some point. If your focus is going to shift away from kind of the traditional, I hate to say old school, but more uh, offline games into the, the more online centered games, Th that at that point then you have to at least be willing to listen a little bit yeah I, and i think you know again i think that they do some listening and 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 you know what i mean they 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 make adjustments sort of but i don't think that the community is the only people that they're listening to right. especially the bigger that you get because obviously you have investors if it's a publicly traded company you've got you know what i mean all that stuff so I think some of it split, and I think that's where some of those those decisions were. As a community, we look at them like sideways, like what you're, you're doing, <laughs> what now, uh, you know? And, and then and then they also try to do some fan service, or they try to. So I think it's them trying to also keep that balance, because uh, I do think that there there is that understanding that community, especially within video gaming and 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 the streaming world, is super in, important, and, and that that there's no better place about. Community communities and for communities i feel as far as live streaming and and obviously the numbers show we're about to get into it is is uh twitch right and you know i'll just make one one quick little point uh, before we move on it, it frustrates me a little bit because i'm always torn about this when when a company does stick with a game that got off to a rough start i'm always thankful that that they work on it and they fix it because then at least mm -hmm. I don't feel like I totally wasted my money. But I also am torn because I hate then the redemption arc that the developer tries to play out because I'm like, if you would have just right. come out with a not broken game, <laughs> there'd be no need for you to redeem this game. And it just... it. it I think of a game like like I was all in on Destiny when it came out, right? And mm. I understand that they did make a lot of improvements, but man, <laughs> if those improvements were just have been there, mainly story wise in that game, like ugh, <laughs> like it just well, that's what was upsetting about Destiny too is that they they had because I mean I was a vanilla Destiny player as well, and uh, you know I, I went through the whole ups and down of that whole uh, game, but by Taken King, by the end of that, like they had destiny in a really really good place then they came out with destiny 2 stripped out all the good stuff made changes for no reason and like it was so upsetting like because i again i bought that day one and and just was not like it didn't make sense the moves that they did to then go back and be like here's the game that you love again we've re-added the <laughs> stuff that we took out from the stuff that you loved the first time we've re-added it in a new dlc i was so salty at them i didn't play it for over a year i didn't number one i knew that eventually 
uh, and I had heard rumblings that it was going to go to free to play. Uh, I thought the whole thing was going to go free to play, but it was just the base game. Uh, however, they had gotten it to a place where for me, I was like, you know, what? It, this is worth, uh, you know, I kind of got back into it with some friends. This mm-hmm. is worth, uh, uh, I'll drop, I'll drop the ducats uh, for, for the DLC. Cause I was, I was enjoying it. And I was up until this last iteration. Again, there's something about the war mind that is absolutely boring to me. And I don't want to play war mind stuff like i love those you know like the the last season was great this season again i've kind of dropped back off and i feel like their fan base is kind of dropping back off again because they they seem to 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 do the same things uh and and do that up and down fluctuation uh they can't just be like on that steady uprise because they make changes that upset the community or you know it's like I just don't understand it with as far as far as with Bungie, and I should have known better too. Because I remember that's when 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 uh, Destiny One was first out in the earlier stages. That's when they first announced Anthem, and uh, I, you know I had gotten on that hype train seven to eight years, <laughs> you know, while they were going through it. What we learned later on was that they basically took seven to eight years conceptualizing, and then they took a year to develop it, and and, and that's the hot garbage that we got. Uh, you know, <laughs> I also think, too, that this is also the danger of, of teasing a title so far in advance when it's it's basically just an idea, because then the, the corporate higher-up's going to be like, we need to release this game this year, when when everybody working is like, wait a second, <laughs> like <laughs> we're not right. ready. But they're like, no, no, it's been in the consciousness for eight years, we got to get this out i mean that that's it, I, I just hate that as a fan too i hate having a game and then seven years later being like oh well it's out now like <laughs> right well not only that too but think about the, the 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 crunch on the people that are actually building this game you know what i mean like right they've got to put in a, a boatload of time on on a limited amount of you know they have this deadline now as to when this thing needs to be done yep. uh so this I, I think a lot of that too could be looking at that structure and now how they're going about because the crunch is real and you're really forcing people into a bad place you know if you want to make a good solid game uh give the people the time but again we know a lot of people that are working with these major companies uh you know for them they're they're you know it's about the stockholders and the investors and this and that more so than the community so again i feel like it kind of boils down to that balance of uh of uh you know, dollars over the the happiness of the community. Well, now now that we've gotten such a, a happy topic out of out of the way, <laughs> I think I think it's time to to move on to a a pretty promising article that we saw here. And you know, through all the struggles that are going on around the world, esports is having one of its biggest moments, if not its biggest moment. I think for the general public and you know we've seen we've seen things like iRacing to espn and broadcasting esports things um that and and now we're seeing that the esports industry is growing and in a time where a lot of people are struggling to find jobs a lot of these places like twitch are actually hiring and so if you are passionate about esports there might not be a better time to really research how you can get into it and we're not just talking about streamers and things like that we're talking about engineers marketers if you have an, an interest in esports this is maybe your best moment to date to get involved using your skill set that you already have without having to be on air talent or being ridiculously good at a certain game 
This is really exciting. And again, this is something that we kind of, I feel like we, I, you know, getting into the this whole uh, uh, the lockdown and everything, I knew that there's the potential, uh, not only for just esports, but video games in general, uh, to really take a forefront uh, as far as not only being an entertainment tool, uh, an educational tool, but a way to connect with people. Um, being able to see it thrive, and then you're seeing, it, and those are those are these are not like like little little uh, you know little jobs here we're talking about you know six figure jobs and and they these things are booming all over the place and i think it's going to continue growing uh so you know engineers it folks this and that production folks uh this is right in your guys's wheelhouse kind of like uh what what uh, uh lucas here is saying so the opportunities are definitely there not only that but it being digital there's a lot of room for remote work right. uh as well uh, so this is this is absolutely huge, um, not only as far as just being able to keep people's minds and, and, and whatnot and things going within this space, uh, but for for job growth and for new opportunities that people will be able to take advantage of. You know, again, like you're saying, uh, Lucas, using skill sets that they already possess. You know, and, and this article was saying that that in March, so in a month where the shutdown at least in most places, didn't even affect it for the entire month. Twitch had a 23% increase in viewership. Wow. Just in March. Just think about what the numbers are for April. <laughs> and yeah. they're seeing that that now in mid-May, Twitch had 115 positions listed. And, you know, like we were saying, those include senior software engineers to an advertising sales director. So, you know, this is a, a just an amazing time to be close to that world if that's what you're passionate about and it's a way to kind of get there naturally and i i think too sometimes that's the most intimidating thing is for a lot of people think that they have to either be behind the camera shooting or in front of the camera being a personality and this is just showing that you can be in that world doing whatever whatever your focus is i mean it really it is a lot of it too is tv production uh, knowing, you know, different aspects of that stuff. The, the job opportunities are, I feel like, uh, they're, they're endless uh, as far as within this industry. And I think you're going to start seeing a lot more people uh, starting to shift over to this. Again, within the current situation that we're in, it has really put using digital solutions mm -hmm. uh, on the forefront and, and absolutely like a, a number of jobs fit underneath these categories and these people are paying top dollars again twitch is owned by amazon you know so they're yep. not that i'm saying that that means that they're just paying top dollars uh but again within that an engineer anywhere is going to make pretty good money right. um and they're and they're, i feel like uh, what twitch is paying or what amazon them are paying uh for that is is pretty top dollars you're talking six figures uh, to be an engineer, I'm I'm already pulling up the resumes now. <laughs> I was gonna say, I think I think clearly the lesson is if you're passionate about esports, man, now's the time. At least look into it, and and there may there may never be a better opportunity for you to get that research done and start to pivot towards something that you love doing. Because man, yeah, the the door's wide open now, and it, that that's been pretty cool to see. Absolutely. Uh, I think that's going to do it for us today here at Land Parties. 
Yo, thank you guys so much again uh, for joining us another week. Don't forget uh, today. Oh, also today, speaking of Amazon, uh, today uh, Crucible drops uh, for them. Yeah, so that game kind of looked interesting. We talked about it here a few episodes ago, so I'm probably going to be checking that out. That's, that's Amazon's first major game that they'll be coming out with. Again, I'm not that... I didn't get too into weeds as far as with it, but I may be checking that out to see if that's uh, that's worth a play. Uh, Lucas, what do you have going on the rest of the week? Oh, man. So we are we are ready. My girlfriend are ready. We're going to jump into the last of us. I'm torn, though, because I want to take her through Uncharted, too. But I, mm. we're going to stick. We're going to stick to the last of us because that is my priority, because I will be playing the last of us day one. And coworkers might not hear from me until I finish the story. And, but so I, I am all in naughty dog mode right now. Same. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I will be I will be AFK uh, along with you uh, playing in that game. So I am I am definitely a day oneer. All I'm gonna I say guess, is is work. Oh, if I call in sick, I, I I really am sick. Quote. Just just trust me on that one. Air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> Again, guys, thank you so much for taking the time, uh, giving us a listen. Don't forget to check out on the socials. We are at Lamb Parties Pod on Twitter. Uh, you can find myself Smitty two four four seven on all social platforms. Uh, Lucas, where can we find you at, brother? Uh, easiest way is to find me at Lucas Agan on Twitter, and that's Lucas with a K. Excellent. We hope you guys have a great rest of your week, and we love your faces.